Well, hello and welcome to the Parent Network Podcast, episode 51. Uh, here doing, uh, what I, it's just social distance recording, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, not as close as normal. Um, here with my friends uh, Clay and Kaylin, and I'm excited about this episode because we're going to talk to a group of parents that we don't typically talk to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think this is going to be super fun. So anyway, I'm going to let my friends introduce themselves first. And, uh, and then we'll just jump into some good questions and you'll, you'll see where we're going pretty quick. So Clay, tell everybody about you. Hey, this is your first time on the podcast, right? Yeah. My first time on the podcast. Courtney, your wife has been on before. That's right. That's true. Yep. So my name is Clay Everett and I'm the college pastor uh, at Port City Community Church. I get to lead Overflow. I work with Kaylin. I'll let her introduce herself. My wife is Courtney. She's like you said, been on the podcast before. We have two beautiful daughters who are playing basketball outside right now. Yes. Um, one is in high school. She's a freshman, and the other is in sixth grade, middle school. So, okay, so I'm for, full, fully in it right now. So, for parents who don't yes. kind of know about Overflow, because we got right. a lot of parents that listen who have littles yeah. in, in middle school, high school, just really quickly tell people about Overflow. Yeah, Overflow so is cool. the college ministry of Port City Community Church. It's been around for about 17 years now, um, and we just have a ton of college students from UNCW and from Cape Fear Community College. We gather together every Tuesday night for worship and a message and community. And it really is just like a big family of college students. So, mm-hmm. man, we love mm-hmm. getting to pour into college students. It's such a formative time in their life. And so we just get to be there to help them navigate, learn how to do life with God, with others. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. it's a it lot of fun. so cool to watch. Uh, parents, if you ever get a chance when we get back to getting together <laughs> uh, to come check out Overflow on a Tuesday night, it is pretty amazing. Yeah. Kaylin, yeah, tell on. everybody about you. Oh, man. Well, I'm Kaylin, and I work for Overflow. Um, I'm part of the Connect staff, so I get to connect with college girls, college students, um, which is a lot of fun. It's really different every day, but I love it. College students are in a very interesting time of life, and so they're just great. They're really fun. Yeah, and if you haven't kind of picked up a theme, today we are going to be talking about college students and particularly in the midst of the coronavirus uh, crisis because um, we we know that we have a lot of college students Mm -hmm. um, here and beyond who've moved back home. And it's a thing, and it's so thing. Um, I felt like you know, mm-hmm. nobody better than uh, folks from Overflow to come on and, and just talk about kind of what in the world's going on mm-hmm. with that. So first of all, before we jump into that, Caitlin, like, how are you doing? Just sort of handling the whole thing <laughs> that's going on, work from home in this and, pandemic. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, it, it, surprisingly, it's been kind of a busy season for me personally. Um, so yeah, it's been different, just really different. Um, and so there are different challenges with that for sure. Um, but yeah, for me, it's just been uh, still getting creative on how to connect with students for my job, um, which has just taken extra bandwidth, mm-hmm. extra time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, I'm, I'm good. I'm hanging in. It's just been busy yeah. throughout all of it. Yeah. It's such a weird time. Isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Clay, just talk a little bit before we jump into college students, mm-hmm. just about you and Courtney and the girls and kind of how are, how are things going in your house yeah. with homeschooling mm-hmm. and all the things? For sure. Yeah, we're doing good. I think we're just starting to kind of understand like how to do life this way in school and family. Um, but it takes a lot of work. Mm. Um, it's been good. But um, yeah, you're like constantly having to learn how to like parent in the season, be a teacher in the season, be a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's one mm-hmm. thing that like um, I, I'm an introvert. So in some ways... Mm-hmm. I like a little bit of a slower pace and being at home. Um, one of my daughters is a super extrovert, um, big into sports. 
and just recognizing like I need to take a break in the middle of the day and go and play yeah. volleyball with her. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. My other daughter is an introvert. She's the opposite. I know I have to do some different things with her. And so it's been a huge learning process and it still is. Um, but yeah, we're in it. It's crazy. Uh, and <laughs> it feels like every day it really is different. Yeah. And so um, just trying to enjoy the time that we have together, make the most of that time and um, just find creative ways to encourage each other as a family right now. Yeah, I think those are great, yeah. great ways just to encourage all parents. Just mm-hmm. enjoy it and encourage each other as yeah. best you can in the midst of all of that. And mm-hmm. we've talked about that a lot in our last couple episodes um, of the podcast. And one of the things that's going to be great kind of today after after you hear from uh, Clay and Kaylin is we're going to do an interview with a family um, who is in this boat. Obviously, we're talking about college students and college students coming home. Um, we're going to interview a family that has a college student who's moved home to kind of hear from all of them yeah, on how great. they are navigating that and yeah. what are maybe some good tips. <laughs> and so, um, so, so for either one of you guys, just sort of talk a little bit about you. You're, you're very still in touch with college students. Some I'm sure that are here in town, some that have gone home. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, just what are you guys kind of hearing from college students now and what they're experiencing and what they're going through? College students are in a very weird predicament. Um, I know that the whole world is for sure, but college students, their normal is completely gone because they aren't even in the same place anymore for a lot of them. Like they had to uproot where they were at, where they were creating life um, and move back home. So for them, it's almost like, you know, their, their world didn't stop and they aren't just staying home. They had to move back home, which is a very different experience. And so for me, I've heard from a lot of students that it's weird going back home because it feels like you're reverting to high school Mm. again. You left that world behind already. Right. You know, like they, they already had the time where they were at home trying to do homework and, you know, balance a family life. And that was a lot of high school for them. So in college they were doing it on their own, but now they're trying to just maneuver, well, what is this like where I feel like I'm a high school student again, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. I've grown a lot since then, but now my situation looks similar to what it was a couple of years ago. Um, so there's just like a weird tension, but also just learning opportunity, I think, within that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's definitely a weird season for all of them, but at the same time, really important time just to be able to be at home um, a lot of students that are really grateful just for time with family and learning a lot from just being with their family again and um, real yeah. COVID podcasting with <laughs> the dog barking in the background, right? <laughs> Bailey, stop! <laughs> anyway, we'll keep rolling. I love it. Yes, yes, cool. yes. Clay, what, yeah. what about think, you? What would you say you're hearing? I think we've heard it from a lot of students feeling um, unmotivated. Yeah. And just hard. It's just hard for them to get that motivation going again Mm -hmm. and honestly that's that is this season in college anyways the end of your spring semester it's hard Mm -hmm. to stay motivated you're just like ready to be done yeah Mm -hmm. and so now they're at home they're in different situations they're more alone Mm -hmm. they don't have the other things that help them stay motivated Mm -hmm. and so i think that's what i'm hearing a lot it's that lack of motivation and just kind of like i'm just done Mm -hmm. and um that's hard so hard yeah 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 and we were talking a little bit before we started just about particularly college seniors yeah and you know obviously we've talked some about on the podcast we've even interviewed some high school seniors for our student ministry podcast Mm -hmm. kind of talking about some of the things that high school seniors have lost but Kaylin you mentioned kind of some things that I hadn't even thought about with college seniors can we talk a little bit about that and Mm -hmm. kind of what's happening to them Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I mean talk about not motivated senioritis is already really hard yeah um but then on top of it, you aren't motivated because you aren't 
in your usual routine right. and you don't have your professor that you're seeing every week to keep you on top of things. Right. So it's like this double whammy of not yeah. being motivated for college students, um, but seniors especially. Yeah. And so seniors right now are just in a really hard spot where how do you job search when everything's on pause right now? And how do you make future plans? And for some of them, they had future plans and then COVID changed them. Yeah. You know, you can't move to a certain place anymore. The job that you thought you had actually isn't hiring anymore. And mm -hmm. so it's just a really hard spot um, where they're learning have to, they're learning to trust and very, mm -hmm. very intense yeah. levels. Yeah. I would say. Me and Kaylin have talked about this, but there's really a sense of loss mm. and a lot of student, students are grieving but they don't know they're grieving. Yeah. So they have all these weird emotions. They don't understand what's happening mm -hmm. and just helping them to recognize that like, yeah, you have lost some things. Like mm -hmm. you've, you've lost out on what you expected, mm -hmm. on what you were promised, on what you, what you dreamed of for yeah. years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What you've been told you were prepared for. And mm -hmm. now you're like, well, now am I still prepared? Yeah. <laughs> what do I do? We've had students like going through like the, the seven stages of, of grief, you know, mm -hmm. to like to understand that, like it's not going to be what I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. And that's hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, sure. yeah, a lot of students are especially seniors are really grieving a loss of a lot right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now that I think about it, I mean, I had not put this together, but I had a conversation with um, a college student who kind of has been in and around the student ministry at our church three months ago. Um, and I was going to kind of help him sort of do some job search in the ministry world and mm -hmm. maybe, you know, help him put together mm -hmm. a resume and other churches and all this stuff. And then we, we talked about two weeks ago. I'm like, hey, man, like none of that's happening now mm -hmm. in church world either. Yeah. Right. Where, where churches are kind of a little bit scared financially mm -hmm. and what's going to happen and when do we mm -hmm. even come back and when we come back, you know, all those things. Yeah. And so right. um, I had to tell him, hey, man, you know, you might have to rethink uh, I, like I, I gap another kind of job before mm -hmm. you step into ministry or whatever. Yeah. And uh, God, that's got to be so deep. Yeah. For yeah. these kids. Sure. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. So so Parent Network podcast where what we're doing is talking to parents. So yeah. I would love to hear from you guys. Like, what do you think would be some things that parents can do? And obviously, there's yeah. two sets of parents. There's there's mm -hmm. one set of parents where kids have actually come back in the house. Sure. Mm -hmm. And so you know whatever kind of advice you would have for that. And then I'm you know I know there's other parents who are probably still away physically from their kids mm -hmm. who are in mm -hmm. college. So any, any kind of yeah. advice that you guys would have for parents kind of looking at it through the college student lens would be yeah. helpful. Yeah, I think before we give advice, maybe the thing would be for parents to recognize like where a college student is. Mm -hmm. So something we've talked about for years at Overflow is that um, college breaks are the hardest time for college students. Yeah. Because we kind of mentioned already, but you go back home and in an in a odd way, you revert back to like middle school, mm -hmm. you know? Um, yeah. And it's just weird, like the, the thoughts and like just the rhythms of your day. Yeah. Um, you, it's, it's just a hard season for them in general. Mm -hmm. um, we've also found that it's one of the hardest times in their walks with the Lord mm -hmm. of just staying connected mm -hmm. and consistent in their relationship with God um, because it's strange. In some ways, you've grown up and you've moved out of the house and then you come back in. Mm -hmm. And so I think for parents to just recognize, like to, to empathize or sympathize, whichever one yeah. would be the right word, Both. Um, yeah. with, with their college um, kids of like recognizing that just them being home is actually hard. I think as a parent, you mm -hmm. would think, oh, well, they're home. I can take care it's of them. It's going to be fun. It's going to be easy. Yeah. yeah. But to recognize like this is a weird time for them. Mm -hmm. um, and they're dealing with different emotions and different feelings. In some ways, they're feeling like they're an adult and they should be out on their own, especially mm -hmm. if they're at home. In other ways, they're still feeling like a kid, you know. Mm -hmm. um, 
And so just that alone, take away the pandemic, yeah. take away that college isn't what college was supposed to be. Just being at home can be hard. Mm-hmm. So especially for the parent who their college student is back home with them, just just yeah, like stepping into that and feeling that, understanding yeah. that for yeah, their students. Good. Uh-huh. Good. And that tension is not anything that parents are doing wrong nope. is the thing. Like that's not bad parenting. That's not anything bad about the situation. That's just what it is. Um, and so, I, yeah, I think that just being understanding of that, um, acknowledging that, but also just letting college students kind of kind of show you how they've changed over the past mm. little bit that they've been away yeah, too. Yeah, that's um, good. Because, you know, for, for parents, your life is continuing, your regular rhythms are continuing. And um, especially if you have younger kids in the house, you know, your regular routine of getting kids up off to school, you know, not right now, but just having a family routine, whereas a college student hasn't had that. And college is a big time of growth. Um, so let them show you that, you know, let them show you how they've grown and changed and learned how to take care of themselves. Um, because I think that's really powerful for the student in addition for you as a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think just leaving that space, um, is really important. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's true because, um, even during kind of the normal breaks of summer or coming home for yes. Christmas, I mean, you, your college student who has come home, they are very different mm-hmm. than they were when they left. Yeah. And, you know, I know we've talked on the Parent Network podcast a lot about how sometimes when, you're, when your kid gets to be a teenager, sometimes parents still want to treat them like they're eight. Mm-hmm. Sure. It, this, this is no different, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're treating your, your college student like they're still in high school or even in middle school, but to recognize the difference in maturity mm-hmm. yeah. and to just be able to live in that yeah. mm-hmm. with them is super yeah. important. Yeah, so I think you recognize the the new growth and maturity, but also stay patient with the immaturity. Because <laughs> yes. exactly. right? they're not yet where you want them to be. A hundred percent. Because they're never going to be. Probably. Well, well, that's right. I yeah, mean, right. I, yeah, right. <laughs> True. I, yeah, I haven't arrived yet. That's no, for sure. exactly. <laughs> but I think especially my for mom it. is still talking to me about, hey, make uh-huh. sure you know, yeah. wear your mask on. Yeah. I mean, always. Uh, yeah, I think especially for a college student, they are like they're in that in-between like they mm-hmm. are in some ways such an adult and they can do everything mm-hmm. an adult can do and at the same time they're still like a kid in some ways yeah and so I don't know I just in my time um, in scripture recently I've been reading a lot about patience and like um, teaching with a sense of patience because anytime you're teaching someone it requires patience because they don't mm-hmm. get it right away and so if I were to go back to say that a lot of your college students um, college student children are unmotivated right now well that's going to require patience with them Mm -hmm. because we want to like flip a switch we want to just tell them hey get motivated and they're gonna but that's not the way it works it's gonna require Mm -hmm. just kind of a patience in that yeah it's just not that easy it's not that easy Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. okay let me ask uh, one more question and you've said a lot of these things already but let me just ask it in a different way if you guys had to say here's what college students need the most Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. what would you say Mm-hmm. And if you want to repeat some of what you've already said, that's fine. But yeah, but. Mm-hmm. I'll just throw out one thing: is I, th- I think college students need structure. Mm-hmm. I don't think they want structure. <laughs> that's kind of how I am. Right. I don't necessarily want it, but I need it. Mm-hmm. And so I've learned to create structure for myself in my days right now. You know, like this right now in the the shutdown mm-hmm. um, that allows me to thrive some days or just survive other days Mm -hmm. but I think that a college student who's like oh I don't have all these natural rhythms that help give me structure Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times 
that lack of motivation comes from just being unstructured. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and so I think a college student needs structure. Now, how do you as a parent help them find that structure? That's going to require some patience. That's right. Mm-hmm. I don't think it can be forced. I do think it can be exemplified. You know, mm-hmm. like if I want, if, even right now, if I want my high schooler to go to bed at a certain time and not just stay up late because they can, well, then I've got to like do that as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to lead structure in their life. And I think that's the mm-hmm. way a college student is going to respond best is yeah. through seeing that as exemplified. And then obviously, again, patience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, um, create, create that structure together. Sure. Right. Yeah. I talk mean, it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk it out, have a, mm-hmm. kind of an adult conversation around, yeah. Hey, I, as your parent, I feel like you need some structure. What could that look like? And, yeah. and help them build that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking rhythms are rhythms. important. Rhythms are really important to students. Um, but also college students, they just need someone to check on them. Mm. You know, they, they want to be checked in on, even if, you know, again, it's going to be different for every family. The relationship is going to be different. Um, but whether your college student is at home or if they're distant, you know, if they're still far away, um, check in on them because they, they need it. Um, I think that college students, the world right now, for sure, but college students are feeling lonely. Um, they went from being surrounded by thousands of people their age to being in one place all day. Mm. And so I think just checking in on them, asking how they're doing. Um, that's something that we encourage at overflow a lot is just, how are you doing, but how are you really? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's worthwhile to ask college students to ask your student, um, how are you, but how are you really? Um, and at the same time, come up with creative things for you guys to do together. Um, you know, whether it's a game night and even yep. if your college student isn't home, then have a game night over yeah. Skype or something. They can teach you how to do it. Right. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> They'll show you. Believe me, they know how to work technology. <laughs> um, but yeah, the more that you can come up with, you know, if they want to, things to do together, um, mm-hmm. but also just having conversations about how they're doing. Yeah. yeah it's important. Really good. That's good. Yeah. I also think there's an opportunity in this season for parents to talk to their college students like never before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that college students are longing for that phone call, you yeah. know? And yeah, like do some zoom calls, do some FaceTime, like show how you're, you're into technology. Uh, <laughs> I mean, watching my parents do zoom is so funny <laughs> and they're so proud of it. I'm proud of them actually. But like, um, but man, just those phone calls with parents, like with my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that there's a real opportunity right now where a college student who maybe doesn't regularly call and check in or you have a hard time connecting with, mm-hmm. I think they're ready for that phone call, especially if they're not in your house. Yeah. yeah. Man, yeah. take advantage of this time. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of us, some of those rhythms of staying connected with our families, I think will last out of the season oh, yeah. mm-hmm. if we really step into them and take mm-hmm. initiative and start to build that as like a, a rhythm for our family. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. and I think all of that is, is, is a, it is great for college students, but I was thinking like Caitlin, like you think like a parent, <laughs> like a lot of the things you were saying applies to all of us that have kids mm. at every age of just, you know, making sure you're staying connected relationally making yeah. sure you're just, you know, encouraging them having fun. I mean, that, that's something mm-hmm. that we all have got to keep, keep in front of us as parents yeah. in this, mm-hmm. in this season. And, yeah. um, and parents, if you have a college student who maybe isn't connected to any kind of a college ministry, they ought to check out what's happening at Everflow, even online. Yeah. Uh, you can kind of go to our church's website and, and find out all of that information because what these guys are providing uh, digitally for college students is really amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you all for what y'all are doing. Yeah, Thanks for, for just sure. sort of speaking into, especially this season, 
Um, and when, when this season's ever, we'll come back and talk to college, college parents <laughs> again <laughs> yeah, really uh, cool. in Take different two. ways. So, Hey, so now you're going to hear uh, a quick interview with uh, the Griffin family, Johnny, uh, Renee, and Virginia. Virginia is home in the midst of this. And so I felt like it'd be good to kind of hear just a little bit about how one particular family is navigating this. So you're going to hear from the Griffins and then I'll come back and close this up. So I'm here uh, with my friends, the Griffins, and I think this might be one of the cooler podcast setups I've been a part of in a long time, because in an effort to social distance, I am on my deck, and you guys are down on the patio, a ways away. <laughs> Hi, over there. You look like you're up in the DJ booth. Oh, fun. I'll take it. <laughs> I've always wanted to be a DJ. So anyway, I'm going to let you guys introduce yourself, and uh, then we'll kind of ask you some questions. So VA, you go first. Yeah, so I'm Virginia Griffin. I am a freshman at UNC. Tar. Heels. Thank you. Yeah, excited to do it. <laughs> I'm Renee. I'm Virginia's mom. We also have another daughter, Eliza, who is enjoying some time without her family right this minute. Because <laughs> <laughs> at some point, all of us need some time without yes, our family right is. now, don't we? We said, are you coming? Time. And she said, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm Johnny Griffin, Virginia's dad and Renee's husband. Yeah, and I've known these guys for a long time. Um, such a great family. And the reason why we wanted to talk to them is because you guys are in a unique situation. Obviously, you've got Eliza, who's at home. Remind me what grade she's in. She's in ninth, ninth grade. And uh, Virginia is, uh, as she mentioned, at UNC. And so one of the things we haven't done a lot of on the podcast is talk to college parents. And in this um, really interesting time where parents are having to parent college students in a different way than they thought they might have to. Uh, we thought we'd talk to a college family. So, Virginia, tell everybody just a little bit about what you're involved with at Carolina. And, and, and we were talking a little bit about your summer. Talk a little bit about some of the things that maybe aren't happening for you now. I hope, hopefully that's not painful to talk about. Yeah, no, that's But fine. go ahead. Just tell, tell everybody. Yeah, so I, at Carolina, I um, am a Young Life leader. I do Young Life at Carolina. Um, I, yeah, this summer I was supposed to do an internship in Charleston. Um, and two weeks ago it got canceled. Um, there was internships that were happening all over the U S, um, with the program I'm in at Carolina and all of them were canceled. Um, and so then I applied to summer staff through young life. Don't know if that'll happen, but also like large possibility that that'll be canceled. So everyone is pretty much where they are as far as college kids go. Everyone's pretty much stuck where they are this summer. Mm. How, How honestly, like what have your feelings been as in the midst of things, getting canceled kind of one after the other like how, how have you felt about all that it's definitely like oh oh okay and like one thing happens and you're like oh that sucks and then you're like oh well at least I still have this and then like that doesn't happen either and so it's just like things keep keep falling through which is definitely sad especially like summer in college you're supposed like it's you're supposed to be going places and doing things and meeting people and it's definitely sad to like not see that happen yeah. Have you had other friends that are kind of struggling with it as well? I mean, oh, I know yeah. you, you've got a pretty good head on your shoulders, great attitude, but like, do you know some friends that are just really struggling with it deeply? Oh yeah, for sure. I like, I definitely think like if it's not happening, there's probably a reason behind that. And like, there's going to be something better that comes from it. But there are a lot of friends that I have that like, we were all supposed to go on this internship and they're like, my, my college career is ruined. Like mm. I cannot get a job now. And it's like, that's probably not true, but it's definitely, people are definitely not coping with it. Super great. Yeah. Johnny Renee, how have you guys sort of felt as you've watched her 
going to miss out on some of these things that, you know, are so fun in college? I mean, what, what have been kind of your emotions with it? Um, for me, as a mom, it's been just heartbreaking. Um, you know, when Virginia left to go to school, you know, and you, you just sort of like, oh, this is the next chapter in your life. And, um, you know, she came home and for spring break, and that was supposed to be a week. And then it was like, oh, she'll be here another week. But then, like, being on the other side, you know what your freshman year in college is like. And you know what living in the dorm is like. And you know what your you know, the spring semester is like, and you know what she's missing. And, um, and then also like you kind of back in the fall, you sort of looked forward to the year and like, this is what this year is going to look like for her. And so it's just, it's disheartening and it's, it's heartbreaking as a parent to see what your child is missing in this season when they should be launching and, and going out and doing and being and growing. And they're kind of stuck back in the house a little you know and um we've been talking a lot that Virginia keeps having these dreams every night that she's on a cruise ship and I'm like I think that's (laughs) subconsciously like you're just stuck in this place that you're living right now (laughs) and you can't get off the cruise ship (laughs) so it's just been it's been very sad as a parent yeah Johnny how about you what have your emotions been through it yeah I think it's um you know it's kind of like you're at a race and you and you start off and and everything's humming along and everything's going great and then all of a sudden your engine just gives out and it just kind of like sputters out and, mm-hmm. and it's like you know she went off to college and was having these great opportunities and a great year and and a lot of good stuff in front of her and, and great summer opportunities that were shaping up um and and then the engine just puttered out and that's it and and so you're kind of sitting there now just kind of floating along and um you know trying to find the bright side in it. And I told her, I said, you know, the, the good thing is you are a freshman. And so you've still got time to, to move on from this. You've still got other opportunities. Um, you know, if you had been a senior, I mean, that to me is really heartbreaking to think that's the way somebody ends their, their college time going away for spring break or going home for spring break. And then that's it. You don't see your friends again because nobody went back. Yeah. And, and nobody anticipated, hey, this is the last time I'm going to see everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You just left thinking you're all going to be back in a week. And, and then you've got, you know, how about trying to do job interviews and, and other stuff. So, you know, I think she's done a real good job of looking at it and realizing like, okay, I'm still going to have opportunities in front of me to, 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 to do that are going to be great opportunities. And so, yeah, we've kind of puttered out right now and, and we'll get through this and, and move on. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like Renee said, you know, you, you know what your child has in front of them and you see that. And, and then all of a sudden you see it, the wheels starting to come off of it a little bit. Um, and, and you feel for them, but you know, I, I know she's got a good head on her shoulders and she'll move on and, and make the best of it. And it'll, it'll still work out fine yeah, for her. Well, she's got a good head on her shoulders because y'all did a great job. <laughs> Just so you know. Yeah. Hey Virginia, do you have any friends that are seniors? I do. Yeah. And and so have they been processing it differently maybe than, than oh, you have? For sure. And like, it's, I like wish I could relate to them and I, I can't cause I'm a freshman. Um, but it, I mean, it's so sad to watch. I know, um, one of my friends, the day I, a couple of friends, when they like finish classes, they're seniors, they have like one exam. Um, so they finished classes last week. They had their exam this week and they, then like, I've talked to them and they're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. Like the summer after senior year, where you're doing stuff or you're moving or you're getting a job and they're like, I don't know if I have a job anymore. Like everyone, everything's in a hiring freeze. Like, I don't know if I have a job. I don't know if I can travel. 
I, I'm never going to see my friends again, like that I went to college with. And so that's definitely super sad. And even like small college things that I didn't get to experience this year, but like springtime in Chapel Hill is beautiful. And, and seniors are like, we don't get to sit on the quad for the last time. And we don't get to go do homework at a baseball game for the last time. And so like even small things like that, it's definitely sad to like watch them try to cope with that. And then even like graduation that got moved back. And so that was, I think, most of them knew that that would happen, but it just made everything that much more real. And so it was definitely, definitely been a sad time to watch them try to get through that. Yeah, it's almost like college seniors are probably in one of the most precarious situations of anybody in all this. Because even high school seniors, which I've got some good friends who have uh, some high school seniors that are missing out on all the high school stuff. But they, they know they're going to college or the next right. step or military or whatever. <clears throat> most the rest of us you know lord willing still have a job and still kind of can keep moving on but but college seniors man what a big question mark yeah yeah I mean, because they you know they're they're supposed to finish out strong and and finish that college period with graduation with saying goodbye to your friends with kind of wrapping everything up and then you start that next phase which is now finding a job and maybe moving somewhere else maybe moving away and becoming sort of more of a responsible adult on your own so it's like you're wrapping up one thing and you're starting another thing. And unfortunately for them, they didn't get to wrap up properly the first thing. That's right. And now they don't even know how to start the second thing. Yeah. Uh, Just in no so, man's I mean, land. They're, they're really kind of in a no man's land. And I, I, I feel for them. I really yeah, do. I agree. So, Virginia, what has it been like being at home when you weren't expecting to be at home? And I think you can honest, safe space. Nobody listening here. Yeah, no, it's been it's been interesting. It's obviously not like how I expected to finish my freshman year. Um, was like said goodbye to my friends that like live across the country and live in other countries. Like said goodbye for a week and like didn't realize that I would be saying goodbye for like the next six months. Um, and definitely like was I wasn't prepared to be at home for the next four years or like ever again. Sorry, um, <laughs> for like more than like a month consecutively at a time. And so it's definitely been a weird adjustment coming back and realizing like, oh, I wasn't even at school for like that long. I think it was like five months. And so it's it's definitely just been odd, like coming back and like almost getting back into old habits. It re I like I feel like I'm in high school again, which mm -hmm. is definitely not fun because um, high school compared to college was not fun. Um but it's also, like, good to, like, spend time with my family. And, like, I would talk to my family on the phone every day, and now I get to see them face-to-face, -face, which is, like, a blessing for sure that, like, at first I definitely didn't think about, but now it's, like, you're pretty cool. Um, <laughs> you like these people. Yeah. So it's definitely definitely been sad, but also been really cool, like, to be able to stay in touch with my friends in ways that we didn't think we could. Like, my hall in my dorm, my whole hall was amazing friends it just worked out where like my whole hall was a friend group and we FaceTime every week and I have zoom calls with young life. And so it, w I'm able to still interact, which is good, but definitely like zoom is not the same as in person. Oh, yeah. Definitely yeah. not. Can you imagine Johnny Renee had this happen when we were in college and, and I mean, you would have oh, never gosh. seen some people again, right? Just never. Right. Seen right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cause either they would have not come back to school or, or whatever. It just would have been gone. What's been the um, the hardest thing about moving back home or being back home? Um, I have two. I think 
One's name is I thought you just have to struggle to <laughs> think but very quickly. Quick, I have name two. the dog. Name the dog. No, no, Say no. the dog. And, and the dog. I knew these questions. Um No, I think one is definitely I love talking to people and I love seeing people and I love like just going to do things and like people text me and be like you want to go do this and I'll be like yeah sure when and they'll be like right now and like just going to do stuff at school and like getting like walking into the dining hall by yourself to eat lunch by yourself and see like 20 people that you know um and so I definitely miss just like the spontaneity of like school and seeing people that I know all the time um and like seeing those people face to face and being part of a community that I really loved um so that's one and I think the second one like I said it like it definitely feels like I'm back in high school again which I didn't really love high school and so it's weird to feel like I'm there again a little bit which so is neither not. one of the two bad things had anything to do with y'all yeah, <laughs> yeah or the dog yeah, or the sister dog. yeah right it's all good <laughs> yeah now what would you say has been the best thing about being back home I think like just spending time with my family is something that again I wasn't gonna see them for more than like a month at a time and so taking that is like wow this is cool that I get to spend more time with them and I guess a few days ago was my birthday and one of you was like well like this is one more birthday that we get to spend with you and it's like yeah I'm not spending it with my friends and that's really sad but at the same time like it's one more birthday that I like get to see my family for um so things like that it's it's definitely good and like being around Eliza's <laughs> fun. Let's say it's fun. Fun. It's fun. No, it is. And even like the bickering is like, you miss it. You got to admit it. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's definitely fun to be around family. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Renee and Johnny, what's been the, the hardest part for you guys for her coming back home or what, what's been the toughest thing to navigate? Maybe that's a better way to ask it. I think, um, you know, she's gone off to college. She's got her own way of doing things, has her own schedule. Um, and, you know, she hasn't been home a lot this school year, but when she has come home, it's, you know, it's Christmas break when you don't have any studying to do because you're, you're in between semesters. And it's spring break where, yeah, you may have some studying to do. Um, but when she comes home, it's sort of like, okay, it's playtime. It's, it's Virginia's home. Let's all just have fun and, and goof off as a family. But it's like she's home, but we didn't expect to have a, a college student living at home. You know, she went off and was in a dorm, and that was her, her lifestyle. Um, and so to realize that she still, I mean, she had an exam today. Uh, she's got exams. She's got papers to write. And, you know, the weekend comes around, and it's not like, okay, Eliza's out of school, and it's, you know, let's go play for this weekend. It's like, no, I'm out for Virginia. I'm out of class because I have classes Monday through Friday, but now it's the weekend. That's yeah. when I've got to get my work done. Yeah, that and get homework caught up level's a lot higher at college, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so it's just, it's, it, I think it took just a, a little while for us to kind of grasp that and be like, okay, we've, we've got to realize she is still in school right now and she's still a student. And so we've got to give her the space to get her work done and give her the time to get that done. And realize that she may, you know, come downstairs and eat supper with us, but then she's going to turn right around and go back upstairs and she's not going to sit and watch TV with us and hang out because she's got work to do. And so I think it just took a little bit of adjusting there to kind of just realize she's still got to have her time to get her stuff done. Yeah, it was sort of a joke. Um, it's kind of become a joke at the house because, I mean, she she's physically at the house, but she's 
you know, she's in class and her classes are online, but and she physically has to be report to class at a certain time. And she has Young Life and she leads her Young Life group through Zoom and she has group projects and she's leading those and whatever. And so, especially now that there's nothing going on, we eat dinner together every night as a family. And so the kind of joke has been for her, she'll be like, mom, tell dad not to yell upstairs and tell him it's time for dinner because I'm at Young Life or I'm in class or I'm taking a test. So to realize like she might be physically in the house, but she's not necessarily, she's doing her own thing with her own people. And, you know, it's not part of what we're doing here. It's. Mm. Uh, I yeah. had one friend who's in this situation tell me we've had to pretend like he doesn't live here. <laughs> yes. Some days. Yeah. Yes. Some days. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, yeah. and, and if we're doing stuff and he's going to jump into what's happening, then, then great. He'll be here. But we have to pretend like. He doesn't live here because that's the only way we can really not have to, hey, come here, and we're doing this, and come on, and it's time, and all that. So. Yeah, no, that's yeah. a good way to put it. I mean, she'll, yeah. she'll jump in when she can, you know. Yeah. yeah, the way I think about it is, like, my location has changed, but my schedule has not. Like, I have class at this time. I have a lunch break at this time. I have a meeting at this time. And so, like, none of that has changed at all even though they're now online and in a different place, like all of that's the same. And so I have to like approach it that way. And it's even hard for me sometimes. Like I feel like I feel bad. And also like, it kind of sucks. Like everyone's doing something fun and I have to do homework or like, I like you guys like are calling me and I'm like, I can't, and, which like makes me feel bad. But um, yeah. And so it's just like, I have to keep the mentality that like, I'm still in school as much as, as weird as that is right now. I'm still like having class every single day for hours a day. Yeah. Okay. So last question for both of you or all three of you, um, we'll start with you, Virginia. So any advice that you would give to parents who are listening to this, who are in kind of this boat? Yeah. I mean, I think we just touched on it a lot, but just knowing that like, and I guess just being flexible that like, and being aware yeah knowing and being flexible and being aware that you know the college kids were home but we're we're still at school and like yes we're still doing school but also like we're all of our friends are still in our minds all the time and like you know we're to some extent like we're mentally still at school and so I think just like being flexible to that and being accommodating to like schedules and yeah okay. I think that yeah just be aware and and yeah, and yeah that's great Johnny Renee, what, what advice would you guys have for parents? I think um, for us it's been, and, and Virginia's done a really good job, but just um, creating space, like space, like she has her own space in her room and her when her door's closed, she's not part of us at that point. And so, you know, that physically, you know, the door being closed, she's, she's doing her own thing at that point in time. And it might be school, it might be sitting on her bed playing her guitar, it might be listening to music, it might be talking to a friend, but she is in her own space at zoom university at that point in time <laughs> and we're not a part of that and so just respecting her space you know mm. and 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 realizing that you know she's not in high school anymore and 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 she has she needs her own space i think yeah. been, that's good would be our thing yeah that's and good. it's like i'm in my room with my door closed and it's not i'm being a moody teenager or like i don't want to spend time with you guys it's like oh i like i'm just trying to talk to a friend or like i'm just trying to do homework and it's never never out of like malintent it's always just like i like i have something to do and it's like i'm i have something to do and usually it's like something to do that has to do with unc and so i need like that space 
to do that. Right. And like you guys have been really good about that. Yeah. It's like you said, I mean, your, your, your life hasn't really changed in some ways. You still got to be at different meetings. It's just the location. Yeah. And exactly. so for, for them to recognize it, that's good. Johnny, anything from you on what advice you'd give to parents? I think the same it's, you know, she's, um, I think most parents would experience this. Obviously we're in a different time right now. Most parents would experience this maybe with a, a child coming home for the summertime and maybe they're working. They've got a job. Maybe they're hanging out with their friends. They're in and out of the house all the time. Their friends are at the house. And so there may be, um, behavior issues with, with, you know, you having a hard time adjusting to their new freedom and their new behavior of going wherever they want, whenever they want, or having their friends over just like they're in their college dorm. Um, and obviously that's not what we're dealing with now because she can't go anywhere and her friends can't come over. <laughs> that's right. So it's it's dealing with her in this aspect, which is the only experience we have. But again, it's just it's giving her her space, realizing that she is growing up and she's a person that, that makes decisions on her own. She doesn't call us every day at school about, you know, what time am I going to eat or how do I do this or how do I do that? she has to figure things out. And so we have to realize now that just because she's back home doesn't mean we have to interject into everything that she still has the ability to, to figure things out and sort stuff out on her own and, and to just give her that space to do that. Yeah, that's great. That's, that's great wisdom for all of us as parents as we kind of help our kids launch into the next phase of life. We got to be able to have the discipline to do what you just described. Yeah. And you're just having to live it in a different way right yeah. now because yeah. she's in your house. So. And like Virginia said uh, a little while ago, you know, we – we did not expect her to come back home for the summers ever through college, maybe for a short visit, but she had things that she was going to be doing each summer. And so her senior year of high school, we sort of looked at it like, okay, this is it. You know, last summer was the last summer we were going to have with her. And like Virginia said, the last birthday, she wasn't going to be home for birthdays. And so I kind of look at it now, just trying to find the, the silver lining in it. And like I said, you know, we got to spend another birthday with mm -hmm. her. Yeah. Uh, we get to spend another summer with her. Um, and, and this one may be the last one. So uh, just enjoy it while we can and, and get whatever we can out of it. Yeah. Look at it as a gift in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else y'all want to say? I don't think so. No. All right. Thank you all so much for being here. Lots of great wisdom, and I think a lot of parents will, will get a lot from it. So thank you. Great, yeah, thanks. Thank you. So lots of great stuff there from uh, Clay and Kaylin, first off, and then from uh, the Griffins. And hopefully uh, that was helpful information, not only for those of you who are parents of college students who have come back home, but, man, there are a lot of good nuggets there from Johnny and Renee uh, for anybody who's uh, raising specifically teenagers. I know they have done an amazing job with Virginia and with Eliza. Um, they are kind of setting their kids up well to uh, to launch into the future. And so a lot of the um, principles that they shared can apply to all of us in some ways when it comes to raising our kids. So thanks for listening to Episode 51. Make sure that uh, if this was helpful content, not just this episode, but all of them that you're sharing this with your friends, I think you can leave us a rating uh, on iTunes or on Spotify. Um, that always helps kind of get the word out. And don't forget to follow us on social media at PC3Parents on Instagram uh, and Twitter. Uh, there We have a Facebook page. Uh, you can uh, like that page and be a part of the community there. Our, our goal, remember, is just to equip and encourage you as a parent as you help your family walk with God. So let us know if there's anything we can do for you, and we will look forward to uh, talking to you again on episode 52.